0: What is up, guys? Welcome to the latest episode. What is this? 63, 64, something like that of chatter from the Chiefs. We're getting up there in episodes, Ori, but the content is still new and fresh. Rare missed episode from Sammy. He is studying for his AP exam. So let's give him a round of applause for being studious. However, it is still me and Ori on the mics for you guys tonight on this lovely monday evening it's about 9 46 p.m and i have to wake up at six o'clock for school tomorrow so you know this is going to run a little bit late and we're doing it for you guys Ori. it's been a while since you've been on the pod what have you been doing recently that has kept you away from the mic and how are you doing tonight my friend
1: yes okay so it has been too long since um since I was last on the pod, as you all know, um, I've been very busy with M.I.A.P.s, baseball season, um, you know, boring old stuff. But uh, I'm having a great time and I'm happy to be back with
0: you, Jack. So thank you uh, for having me. I'm happy you are here. And thank you for having me. You're a host story. OK, I'm you're just as much mm-hmm. of this podcast as I am. No, too. Thank you. I'm having me. But. How have you been? What have you been doing today? How is your day?
1: Oh, uh, well, actually, I had quite the eventful day. Um, one of my neighbors' their house went on fire, so there was like what? fifteen, <laughs> like legitimately fifteen fire trucks running around, going crazy. Smoke was everywhere. Thankfully, I think everyone was okay, although I'm not sure exactly. Um, but yeah, there was like broken windows. It was pretty crazy. So
0: when you I mean went- when you mean on fire, do you mean like like a cookout happened and like. Like, no, 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 like, like a house section, or like the entire house house like engulfed in flames.
1: Not like apparently the basement was on fire and then it went up to the, but there were so many fire trucks they got it out pretty quickly. Do
0: you, do you know what caused it?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I just know it was a basement fire. Yeah,
0: it might have been a gas leak or something, but that's crazy. I was expecting you to say you know had a nice day, ham and cheese sandwich for lunch. You know, you know had some mayonnaise nope. on it, hit the spot. But no, no, my neighbor's house caught on fire. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, yeah. everyone was okay. Yeah. Quite that the, is wild.
1: Yeah. quite the, It was crazy. I like, couldn't believe yeah. my eyes, to be honest.
0: I didn't have as an eventful day as you did, but I still had a pretty big day. We play Landon in the IAC playoffs tomorrow. So we had a good day of practice. You know, I'm still hurt. I'm out for the season, but, you know, we had a great day of practice. The team's looking good. Hopefully, we can get a W and you know, AP testing for me is over. So, you know, school's still going on, but it's starting to wind down. If I get past, you know, the next week and a half, then I'm going to hit, you know, like get me out of here. It's summer. Why am I still here mode? You know, right. as soon as it hits June, like most kids brains just automatically turn into summer mode, but I'm doing great. A lot of great baseball going on and let's yep. get right into it or you have seen so many no-hitters this year. John Means, you're John Means. My guy, the my guy. Carlos Rondon, Joe Musgrove, Madison Bumgarner with a semi-no-hitter, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot. And they've been way up from previous seasons, and it's still only mid-May. Has the no-hitter lost meaning to you? Does it still mean the same? When you see the no-hitter alert on your phone, do you immediately click on that game?
1: Yeah I mean I think people that say it's lost meaning are ridiculous truly like I think it was um possibly a little fluky for all of these no hitters to come in succession but there could very well be a drought till the end of this year like that wouldn't surprise me too much the no hitter is an amazing accomplishment second to only the perfect game right so to be able to do such an accomplishment, especially in a league that is so offensive focused with so many great hitters. Um, I think it's truly amazing, and it never and it never will stop being amazing to me no matter how many people do it. And I don't think it's going to be that many. I think it was just kind of a fluky way to have, like, three or four in a row. And um, I think it's going to cool down for now. What do, you, what do you think?
0: You know, I'm smiling and laughing at the camera right now because I could not disagree with you more. I feel really? like it's every I feel like it's every other day where I get a note and and don't get me wrong you know I see a no hitter notification scroll through MLB TV I'm clicking on the game right like I'm watching the game but I still feel like you know like I feel like it's just lost its meaning and I no feel like way. we haven't seen a perfect game in so long and I just you know you feel like no hitters happen every day perfect game perfect games are still insanely special but but you know, no,
1: hitters don't happen every day. It's just this ra- It's just this random back to back, and there's only been three of them this year, right?
0: I have a take. I don't know if it's a hot take. I don't know if it's a cold take. I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. I don't know if it's popular, right? Like, I, this could be like everyone could agree with me on this, or no one could. I don't really know. I don't have a good sense of the public on this one. Bring back the juice balls. I'm sick of these new baseballs. I want the juice baseballs back. May or may not be slightly biased because I'm a Yankees fan, but bring back the juice balls. Do you are you are you with me on that or no? No, not. no,
1: and oh, okay. I think I speak for Sammy here too. Yeah, no. No, Sam,
0: Sammy, Sammy's Sammy's like an 89 year old radio caller at heart. Bring back yeah. the old days where where men were men and baseball was baseball.
1: Yeah, and we hit with the rubber balls and didn't wear gloves. Like that's what Sammy wants if he could. Ty get it.
0: Cobb hit 400 now these guys can't even hit 225
1: (laughs) exactly but no no way I don't like the juice balls at all it made it too much home run or strikeout no more small ball and now it's making the game more entertaining you're having action on every a b it's less home run and strikeout oriented which I think is good for the game makes it more engaging for the fans I don't think anyone wants to sit there see one home run three strikeouts, next inning, one home run, three strikeouts. Like nobody likes that. With these less juice balls, it incentivizes bunting it incentivize all these things that I think really make baseball special and make it more entertaining. So I completely disagree with you. Um, I mean, I think it's just ridiculous having the juice balls back because it made the league. So like home run or bust, it was ridiculous. It was just three strikeouts and a home run, you know what I mean? Every inning. And like, I don't think any fan enjoys that. And Having less juice baseballs make the makes the game more entertaining. Every A B, there's a ground ball, there's a single, there's a double. There's not a home run or a strikeout every A B. And I think it incentivizes bunting and all those things that we love about baseball, the intricacies that I think a lot of fans really do appreciate. Um, so yeah, I completely disagree with you. And I think that the Yankees have just enough power to get on their own without needing juice balls to hit home runs, you know?
0: I don't think the strikeout, the strikeouts aren't down though. That's the thing, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on, Sammy. Sammy. Sammy? You, I, I, it's been me and Sammy for so long. I'm calling you Sammy.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: I mean, you know, I've, I've been dealing with Sammy. Now now I get the better looking co-host. I get the more suave co-host. I get the smoother talking, talking co-host. I don't have to see Michael Scott in the background. You know, <laughs> I love you, Sammy. But let's just all admit it. Let's be honest. Michael Scott was a little creepy. That's all I'm going to say. But let's move on now, Ori, to some awards. Let's get it, my friend. And we are going to do Position Player of the Week and Pitcher of the Week. Let's switch it up. Let's start with Pitcher of the Week. Who do you have? Okay, well, I think we're going to agree here, but
1: I have my favorite baseball player, the face of baseball, the brander of baseball, Trevor Bauer. The man, the myth, the legend, went absolutely off against the Marlins, pitched seven innings. He's let only two hits, had 10 strikeouts in seven innings against the Marlins, and he's shutting up all the haters like yourself, Jack. Only a 2.2 ERA so far this season, over 57 innings pitched. He's been lights out all season long, and that did not stop with the Marlins. He was utterly dominant.
0: Sandy oh my god
1: wow wow
0: this is embarrassing
1: this is embarrassing for you should i
0: edit this out or
1: (laughs) no keep it in keep it i i
0: i apologize i am sincerely embarrassed this is twice now oh god but okay i was originally going to agree with you i was had trevor bauer as my guy but i was doing some last minute research and this is going to come off extremely biased, and he is also getting—he—he he got absolutely roughed up tonight. Uh, five and a five, five innings, four runs. But I have Garrett Cole. Why? Eight innings pitched, thirteen strikeouts, no runs. I'd say that's a pretty fair reason.
1: That's solid, solid reasoning.
0: Solid reasoning, and let's move on to my player of the week. Or i, I caught myself. I caught myself. There I caught myself. I, caught myself. I caught mean. myself. Now, this is definitely not going to come off biased whatsoever, like at all. But I have Big Judge. Aaron
1: Judge. Yep.
0: Badge, as I like to call him. Big Aaron Judge is coming off of a monster week. Ori, you saw it up close and personal, right? He absolutely destroyed the Orioles. What do you have to say about just the beating? That you saw your team take at the hands of Aaron Judge.
1: Uh, all I have to say is that we beat you in one of those games, ten to six. So I'm feeling pretty good, actually. Feeling pretty good. Corey,
0: you lost the series, my friend.
1: Hey, if we can take one, I'm happy with that.
0: You know, your team is bad, and your mentality is: if we can avoid the sweep, I'm I'm good with that. All we have to do is avoid the sweep. And I'm happy with that. That's that's my goal. That's my goal. You know that's not a good sign, but I mean, Aaron Judge has been nothing short of incredible. I mean, he has two home runs. He has a 121 plus WRC plus. His BABIP is 200, so he's it's not been luck like he's been hitting. I mean, extremely well, and he's just been. He's just been on an absolute tear, hitting the ball hard everywhere he goes. You know, his his WRC plus for the season is 181. He's 81% better than the average player. 399 on base percentage, 298 batting average, 12 home runs. I mean, he's been absolutely incredible to watch.
1: He has been really good, sadly. Uh, as much as I don't like him. But, you know, it won't matter. He'll get hurt during playoff time, and it'll all be over for the Yankees, as usual.
0: As usual. Who's your player of the week, my friend?
1: All right. For me, we're going to the Rockies. I got my boy Josh Fuentes, the third baseman, who has been going off recently. In the whole season, he's only batting .250 with four home runs. But in the last seven games, he's batting .414, has two bombs. And in one game, he not only hit a two-run home run, he also hit the walk-off to win the game. This man has been absolutely going off, especially in the last seven days, where he's posting a four point four three three on base and a seven two four slugging percentage. Uh, he's been pretty, pretty fun to watch. Um yeah, not that many strikeouts, too. He's a really fun player to watch. I like him. Josh Fuentes, my guy.
0: Josh Fuentes. Yes. Josh Fuentes. Ori, you're a pretty tall guy. How tall do you think you are? Uh, Ah, 6'2. 6'2. You're rounded up, buddy.
1: Rounded up, but you know, 6'2 it is.
0: Rounding up, rounding up. Well, you can play the shooty hoops a little bit. You can play the shooty hoops a little bit.
1: Yeah, probably not as good as people in the NBA, but probably
0: not as good as the people in the NBA. Ori, Let's get to the NBA. We're going to do a, I – I don't know what to call this because we're going to predict the first round, but we're also going to do the play-in tournament. So I guess, you know, play-in tournament and the first round of the playoffs. We're going to do our predictions. Ori, let's start off here in the Western Conference. Let's start off with the play-ins. We'll go Grizzlies versus Spurs. Who do you have in this game? So
1: Grizzlies versus Spurs – Um. I think it's going to be a relatively good game, but I got to go with the Grizzlies. Um, it's just, I mean, I, I I, don't know. I don't know why. I mean, it's John Morant is like the best reasoning I have, to be honest with you. Um, And I don't love it. They really deserve it too much. I think Memphis is going to handle them. It could be a really good game, though. Um, But at the end of the day, I have Memphis winning this one.
0: I also have this winning this game. I think obviously John Morant is an absolute electrifying elect, la, 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 la. Absolute electrifying player. English word pod there. Also, the Spurs are battling fatigue. They've been on a couple of long road trips. They did not finish their season strong. And the Grizzlies are riding a hot streak. And I think that's just motivation for the Grizzlies. You know, if you're a player, that's stuff that you take in, you put in the back of your mind to motivate you, to get you hyped. Because these NBA players, they create their own motivation. We saw that in the last dance. MJ created his own motivation. That's what John Moran is going to do. And I think that the Grizzlies are going to win this series pretty handily. I'd say five games. I don't think it's going to go six or seven.
1: Well, it's the plan. It's a one game. It's one game.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say. Okay. You know, I'm not used to the plan Ori. that's the thing. You know. Yeah, how do you are feel you, are about you the plan? plan? How do you feel about the plan? I like it. I like it. I think that it bring it makes the season more competitive and incentivizes some of those borderline teams to not tank, I guess. And I think it it makes rebuilds go faster because we saw the Nets model. The Knicks are also trying to follow that model, although the Knicks, you know, way ahead of schedule. But you know, you get into the play in, you get your players, you know, postseason experience. You know, you start making yourself look like a desirable place to play, and all of a sudden you can land a free agent or two, you know?
1: Right, right. I mean, I like it. I think it adds excitement. I think there's already so many teams that make it into the play. Uh and for the fans' perspective, I get it. I think it's really exciting. And there's a chance LeBron isn't going to be in the playoffs. I mean, that can be hilarious if he lost both games. And talking about that, we got the Lakers versus Golden State. Steph Curry's been been a madman recently. I mean, possibly MVP of the league if you take, um, you know, the last few months of the season. He's been going off. And LeBron is going to be healthy. AD is going to be healthy. Golden State, Lakers, who you got, Jack?
0: You know, I think that the only way – the Warriors win this series is if LeBron or if Steph so one Curry, game.
1: one game, yeah. Come the game,
0: I mean that's still a series.
1: Okay, all right, fine. I'll give it is is if
0: Steph Curry drops like 60 points, although but he might he might, but it's it's double elimination for the Lakers,
1: right? Right.
0: So right. I don't know. I think that even though you know LeBron and AD aren't exactly both at a hundred percent, which I've been saying throughout the entire season, but I still think they have enough star power to get by this first round. You know, I think LeBron and AD are going to take care of Golden State.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, if Steph Curry had someone to pair with, Clay, literally anyone, he would be so, so lethal that I I could see them beating the Lakers. But him as a one-man show in the playoffs, defenses get tighter. Everyone's going to be focused on Steph. So uh, I think he won't be able to Superman his way out of beating the Lakers do you want to finish up the winner and loser of, um, of the play-ins and then see who gets in, or do you want to go to the other side?
0: Uh, You know, let's stay in the Western Conference. Let's just go to the first round, I guess. Okay, I guess, yeah, let's not go to the second play-in game. Or do you want to?
1: I mean, we can. We got what? We all got right, Warriors right. You make decisions Spurs. on the
0: fly here, people. We're quick working.
1: Yeah, quick working. I mean, we got Warriors versus Spurs. I'm guessing we're both going Warriors, right?
0: Well, I got Lakers Spurs. Oh no, because I I think it's one and done for the eight seeds, right?
1: Well, um, or for the eight,
0: nine, or for the nine and ten. Oh.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah, so it'll be Memphis versus Golden State. My bad. A little
0: rusty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think that. You know. I think that Golden State can win that game. I yeah, think that I, Golden State, you know, Steph Curry is a special player. Steph Curry is better than John Moran. Steph Curry is better than any player that the Grizzlies have.
1: I agree, yeah. I'm taking Golden State here, too. So I'm
0: taking the Lakers to come out of it.
1: Yeah, Lakers and Golden State. So, Golden State would lose against the Lakers and then beat uh, the winner of Memphis.
0: Yes. Yeah. let's for, move for on
1: free. now.
0: Let's move on now to the actual first round of the Western Conference. What are your thoughts on Clippers Mavericks or Yachin?
1: Uh it's gonna be a good, good series. I think the Clippers are just really, really good. I don't know; they they kind of slipped in the seating, but uh, they're really, really good. I I don't see a way Dallas can win, even with Porzingis and Doncic, even if they play their best. Uh, I think there's no chance um, that the Clippers lose this.
0: I think that you know. I think that. Porzingis has been a little bit underwhelming this year from the player that, you know, people set their expectations for him to be. I think that the Clippers turn the ball over way less than the Mavericks. They have veterans like Rondo and Kawhi Leonard who have been there before, have won championships, and they're just a better three-point shooting team. So I think the Clippers are going to win this series, maybe six games.
1: Six games? I have them in five. I think they'll dominate the series. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah. How about your trailblazers versus your nuggies?
1: Yeah, this is this is a tough one for me because I really love Damian Lillard. I, I think he's amazing. Game especially time, baby. Come, especially come playoff time. It's dame time all of the time. Um, but are they good enough to beat the the Nuggets? I mean, I I'm, I'm gonna say no. No, as always. I mean, the Trailblazers are always like they always have Lillard and they always just fail in the playoffs, it seems. Um, I mean, one-star player is not enough in this league. And Denver with Jokic, and, I mean, we know Murray's out, which does give Portland um, a window to success, but I still don't see it. Jokic is too good. I mean, he's an MVP caliber center. So I-, I, see, I see the Denver Nuggets winning this, but it could go to six.
0: It could go to six. You know, Nikola Jokic, MVP of the league. He's been outstanding, and him and Nurkic, the Blazer center, a little bit of a rivalry going on after Denver moved on from Nurkic in favor of Jokic in 2017. So I think, you know, Jokic is going to create motivation. He doesn't want to be outplayed by Nurkic. He's going to finish off his probable, probable MVP campaign on a high note. He's going to dominate, and game time is going to be lame time. Okay. Let's move on now to the Eastern Conference: Pacers versus Hornets. I think I know what you're gonna say here.
1: Pacers versus Hornets, man. You already know I gotta go with my Hornets. Come on,
0: Mellow Ball, baby. He's too good. I agree with you, man. I think Lamelo Ball has been on this stage his entire life. He's been in the spotlight his entire life. This moment is not going to be too big with, for him, and he's gonna yeah. ball, baby. He is going he, to ball.
1: I uh, let's go, baby. I'm so hyped. Especially because if the Hornets win, like if it's like a buzzer beat or something crazy, you already know their announcers are going to be going crazy. I, I love their basketball announcers. They're probably the best in the league. So that's also why I'm rooting for them. But ball is going to ball.
0: Ball is going to ball, baby. Heat versus Bucks.
1: Heat versus Bucks, man. Uh, it's it's going to be a good series. I think... I, th- I think the Heat are going to come out of it, to be honest with you. Um, they're going to have the size against Giannis with a Adebayo. Um, it's going to be tough to defend against Giannis, but I think they'll be able to do it. And then with Butler and Hero and all those pieces, I think they're, uh, they're deep enough, talented enough, very good at shooting. So I think they'll come out and beat the Bucks, who you know haven't lived up to expectations this season.
0: Man, this is why we need Sammy because Sammy breaks up our brains a little bit. Or we are so simpatico. I have, I have the Heat winning. Also, I think the Heat are way better than their record. You know, they beat the Bucks last year, so they 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 have that. You know, Tyler Hero. They have guys that made it to the NBA Finals last year. They know what it's like to win, and yep. I think that's going to help. So I have the Heat winning. Wizards Celtics this might be where we disagree I have the wizards winning the series
1: I oh my lord I agree with you are you
0: kidding me bro I was gonna make a graphic we can't make a graphic now because we're just this is not planned at all we are just agreeing on everything I think Westbrook you know still has magic left in him. the Celtics have been falling apart at the seams yo wizards are just peaking at the right time
1: I agree I agree I I I I can't add because you you took the words out of my mouth, Jack. Our, our synergy here is... Uh, we're,
0: we're simpatico. And one last series, Knicks Hawks. Who you got? Yachtmeister.
1: All right, Knicks Hawks. I'm going with Julius Randle here. I'm believing in the Knicks, even though it is very like them to lose. It is very like them to lose. I got some Maryland Terrapins, former Maryland Terrapins on the Hawks. So I'll be rooting for them. But I think the Knicks will end up winning. Randle is just too over...
0: Absolutely. Randall, you know, is an absolute beast. The Knicks are such a solid team and they just overperformed their expectations by such a long shot right now. It's kind of crazy. I mean, Vegas had them winning 20 something games, they won over 40, and the Knicks have better coaching. And they have better defense. And those are the two things that win playoff games. You know, not a lot of teams in the regular season play defense, especially if you're a four seed like the Knicks. They've been playing hard all season. They're conditioned. They don't have a switch to flip on or off. Their switch is on. They're playing at the best of their capabilities. I think this series goes seven. Trey Young is better than Julius Randle. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a competitive series. It's going to be a competitive series.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Trey Young's a baller, no lie. But Julius Randle, I think with everything he gives, he gives you the, that rebounding, the big body on defense. Trey Young is not a defensive guy. You know, he's all offense all the time. So with Julius Randle, you get a more complete player, a more complete star. And again, I think that defense of the Knicks that is going to be, you know, better by a pretty big margin against the Hawks. I think that's going to be the big difference. And that's the reason they win. Although I agree with you. It could go to seven.
0: Yeah. And man, this episode time flies when you're having fun. This is going to be a short episode because we are already on to our last topic of the day. Ori catch the pigskin. I caught it (laughs) little. I mean, that was a long pass right there. That's going down michael's i mean check out the cannon on this baby but That's
1: 50 yards here, you know?
0: yeah 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 yes, you know just slight like touchdown pass but someone who's thrown a lot of touchdown passes in his career or will aaron Rodgers throw any more of them in green bay
1: okay i'm telling you no no i've been saying no for so long there's just no way he puts on a packers uniform aaron Rodgers. He is a man that holds lots of grudges. He holds lots of grudges. He likes being the guy. He deserves his respect. And when he doesn't get it, he's going to be angry, rightfully so. Um, You know, he's been mad at the Packers for a long time. They've tried to make things right all offseason, and he simply is not going to budge. Not only that, in the draft, they go corner in the first round. Like, they've done everything to piss this man off. He sees what Brady did in Tampa Bay. He's like, I want some of that. And he's going to go to the Broncos, baby. You think That's, so? Yeah. There's no way he plays for the Packers. No way. I
0: hope not because, you know, Giants are playing the Broncos week one. But I will say this. If he goes, that Packer team is going to be a shell of themselves because I think Devonte Adams is going to go. Yep. You know, it's Darius real, Williams is it's still going to be there. Man. That defense is still going to be solid. Still going to have good coaching. But – Without Aaron Rodgers, I don't think Jordan Love is ready. That's why we've seen them make a trade for Blake Bortles, who is definitely not a starting quarterback or even a backup quarterback in the NFL. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers will end up in Denver. I think there's just been too many signs that the the conflict between the front office and Aaron Rodgers is just coming about from multiple angles. It's not one thing that can be resolved. It's multiple angles, and I think that's an issue.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just too much. Like, too much has been piling on. It's not like one thing got him angry. It's just years and years of neglect, to be honest with you. And um, it's all coming now, and it's going to bite them in the ass, I think. I think it's going to be really hard for the Packers to find a new quarterback. It might take them years to, be, to return to where they were with Rodgers, like, last season.
0: I mean, I I totally agree with you on that. And this is a short episode, but you know, short but sweet, Ori. Anything left to say before we say goodbye to the peeps? Um, well, it was very fun coming back on. I'm gonna be
1: making some more regular appearances for sure. I'm gonna try to be less busy. Hopefully, next time we have a full house with Sammy. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, catch you next episode.
0: You heard him. Thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you next episode. Fun episode as always. Ori, haven't done this in a while. Take us out.
1: Yes, sir. Bye. <laughs>